Hey guys, this is John and Austin, and this is another episode of the Meat Gistics podcast. So for two episodes in a row, we're going to say before we begin, please remember to like, comment and subscribe, uh, leave a review. It really does help. All right. So what do we got for today? We forgot to do something else. What else did we This episode is brought to you by... <laughs> uh, no, no, no. That's going to be a whole thing. We'll eventually get to that. Okay. We're getting close to episode 100. Maybe that will be our first commercial. Who does the read? Do I do the read or you guys do I the mean, read? I mean, you're the voice of Walton. Oh, sweet. So it probably should be you. Oh, that'd be perfect. I'm going to try it, nailing it live every time. In case people haven't noticed, like commercials, everything like that is not me anymore. That's all Patrick's voice. Oh, yeah. He's got a far more <laughs> pleasing voice than I do. Sultry. All right, before we get to anything else, I want to talk about these chicken wings mostly because I want to eat one more of each. Are you going to sing the song? No, I'm not going okay. to put anybody <laughs> through that. So we've got, uh, this is from Mr. Barbecue. It is a uh, chicken wing rack. Uh, we did it on our Camp Chef Woodwinds, uh, 225 degrees. So what we did was we took a pineapple. We used our blender. We blended that up. We used the Aloha seasoning rub, coated the wings in that. Then we put it in a vacuum bag, poured the pureed pineapple on top of it, let it sit in there for about 45 minutes, put them on this, took it back to the grill, 250 degrees for about two-ish hours. Then I bumped it to 275 for the next like 30 minutes. So all told about three hours, perfectly cooked, um, best smoked wings we've done. The front ones are um, the Hoppin' Jalapeno from Terrapin Ridge Farms. The back ones are the Hatch Green Chili. I have not tried the Hatch Green Chili yet, but I have tried the Hoppin' Jalapeno. What is that device that they're hanging off of? Why is it called like a chicken wing thing if we got drumsticks on it? I don't... Giant chicken wing It still thing. basically counts as a chicken wing, <laughs> okay. a drumstick. Don't be difficult. Smells delicious. You're going to have to talk while we're eating. Oh, yeah. Well, I was going to talk about what they're actually hanging off of. I think that's, um, is that Camp Chef or is that Mr. Barbecue? Mr. Barbecue. Mr. Barbecue. Yeah. It's just a cool device for those uh, not watching. Like you can, I think, have up to eight or 10 drumsticks hang off of this pretty cool device. 12. 12. Okay. And then you just put the whole thing in your smoker. Same concept as like a beer can thing. I mean, without the extra moisture, but. That is like a whole a whole nother level of tender. Right. It's Ooh. gotta be the pineapple. Uh, the pineapple. It's the, the bromelain the, in the pineapple. The bromelain in it. Yep. Yeah. It just are, helps break I, down. Yeah. I bit into my first one. I was like, oh, we're on to something here. Because I love chicken wings and drumsticks, whatever. It doesn't taste like pineapple though. No. Which I love because I hate pineapple on meat. Yeah. Like pineapple pizza, things like that. Not a fan. Not a fan at all. But that is that is amazing. So it is the Aloha Rub. The ingredients in it are brown sugar, salt, Thai chili flake. I'm looking to see if there's any mango powder. That's probably what they're using to replace the bromelain. Yeah, because there doesn't look like there's any pineapple in here, which is interesting for an Aloha Rub. I think we all associate Hawaii with pineapple. Yeah. yeah. But no, no pineapple in there. So the seasoning works really well. The... I don't know how they got so glazed. Like, I didn't put anything on them that should have glazed. That's just like the leftover pineapple, I guess. Oh, yeah. Because there's, I mean, there's lots of sugar, sugar in there. In so, yeah. Plus, the number one ingredient in this is sugar. True. But even with that, normally to get like that level of glaze, mm -hmm. you need to put some rub on it. I didn't do any of that. Yeah. And, and spritz it, sauce it, nope, do some extra that. stuff. But yeah, that's awesome. That That is something I'm going to be doing because I'm... To be honest, I'm not normally a fan of of uh, chicken wings, chicken legs, uh, and cooking them. Yeah. Uh, but that makes that process really simple, really easy, and that was amazing. They're on sale right now. We did a Memorial Day sale this year. I don't know if you've noticed. We've been putting it out on social yeah. media and stuff. Uh, so these are this is on sale right now. The Mr. Barbecue stuff, a few of the Mr. Barbecue stuff, and this is one of them. Definitely like this. Definitely glad. Um, Patrick's been wanting to do the lollipop. Um, chicken wings. Have you seen oh, yeah. those? Uh -uh. So, oh, I'm sure you have. We're probably just explaining it poorly. Oh, that's what they're called. Oh, all right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's like a drumstick, but you know, like the reasonable size ones, not these. And then you cut around the top before you cook them, and it shrinks it down so it looks like all this bone is exposed and all of the meat is around oh. the top. But so we'll use this when we eventually do those. But these were too big to do it with. It would have just probably all <laughs> it would have been a off. mess. Yeah, <laughs> would have all fallen off. That's all cool right. though. So while we're talking about Camp Chef, 
you don't know this yet. Um, we were looking for what we're going to do for a giveaway this month. Patrick and I were talking, we, you know, we've been doing tons of Walton's equipment. Like we've done the grinders, mixers, stuffer, like literally everything. We're getting to June grilling season. As you can see, I'm, I mean, I'm already in mid August color form. I am a darker shade of me. You just made me panic for a half second. I didn't realize how close to June we are. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like five days away. Yeah. Wait, did we ever decide who is going on the fourth? No. Do we buy tickets? We didn't do no. it. We talked about it and then got distracted yesterday in our meeting and never. Yeah. So what we're talking about is uh, Kansas chapter of BHA is having an event out at Flint Oaks. Um, I believe they still have tickets available. We RSVP'd, but we've not bought tickets yet. And we need to do that so that, well, we need to help Kurt out more than anything else. Let, like we've told them we're obviously going, but it's either going to be you and myself or your father and myself. So I'm going either way. <laughs> which I'm very happy about. Well, it's Kansas BHA. That's, so naturally. That's, yeah. yeah, that's my thing. <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll get to go shoot sporting clays. We'll get to go try out a bunch of different shotguns. Somebody's coming for a fly fishing demonstration, um, and they're going to do uh, a couple other fishing and hunting things. So I'm yes. excited. Rumor has it from somebody, I don't know if you told me or if it's somebody else, that whoever does is doing the fly fishing, they're supposed to have like rods there. You can just go grab one. And go, try. Yeah. yeah go fish for a little bit, bring it back. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, it's going to be a really good time um, for anyone who wants to do it. Uh, we'll put a link to it in the Mejistics post for this. I mean, it's not cheap, but when you factor in everything you get for it, if you're looking to have a good time on the weekend of the 4th, June 4th, this would be a good way to do it. Yeah. And then you get to hang out with me. Huh. Now, speaking about getting to do things with or this one more to me i was just informed uh that there's been an addition to our brat fest well nobody even knows what brat fest is yet have so. we not talked about it at all no all right we'll go ahead perfect reveal so uh for the last several years uh we've had a big event in the summertime for our local customers uh here and around the wichita area um, we've had like a steak cook-off. Um, this year, due to some things and how the past has gone, uh, we're not doing a steak cook-off, but we are going to do what we're calling Bratfest. Um, Bratfest is going to be just, honestly, just a huge party. Um, tons of activities, tons of food. Um, we're going to have like 20 different flavors of bratwurst that you can come and you can try a bite of this, a bite of that. And then we'll have uh, whole brats as well, that if you then want to go get a whole brat, grab a bag of chips, grab a side and have, make a whole lunch out of it. So you get to try some and then you get to pick out one and, and, and actually eat that for a meal. Um, along with, uh, kind of the whole, uh, brat fest. I mean, if it's, it has, it has brats, obviously and then the fest part festival, what can we do? Uh, we're, we're trying to come up with stuff. What can we do to make it a festival? What are other activities? Um, so some of the things that we're either looking at, um, don't hold me to this list because it's not final. There's still a lot going into it right now, but um, we'll hopefully have the Wichita Wagon Masters out. They'll be doing some stuff and helping with uh, uh, the lunch and cooking part of things. Um, hopefully going to get one of the fire trucks from one of the local fire stations out. Um, the Kansas Highway Patrol, trying to get them to bring out one of their super cool special vehicles. Um, we do have confirmed that Sedgwick County is going to be bring out their MRAP That's vehicle. That's awesome. Yeah. It's a massive like yeah. armored vehicle with like a turret on the top. Yeah, yeah. I need, I need to understand that better so I can know how to defeat it later. So <laughs> very excited to get a close look at that one. Supposedly you can like get up in it, get up in the turret and like tinker with <laughs> they it. They don't want to, they don't want to do that. Uh, I, 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 ho I hope that we actually get to do that. Yeah. Um, the the big thing that they told us is there has to be plenty of space for it to leave and in case of an emergency. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yes, I want to know what what this uh, is going to go uh, out on. No, call. remember they can track any calls now. Do not. Dang. I saw what you were thinking. I was like, I'll call. Patrick's it. like, I'll call for an emergency. Oh, yeah, no. Bring back like not do that. Bring back swatting. Oh, no, no. Bring back swatting. <laughs> still very. Yeah, someone got swatted a week ago. I think. Tim Pool. Like the guy I listen to all the time, he's been spotted seven times. What? Yeah, in the past less than six months. Oof. That's crazy. Yeah, swatting is still very much a thing. Okay. 
It's ridiculous. It's all these SWAT guys just like, finally a call. Let's, <laughs> yeah. let's hit it. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, but we're also going to have Diamond Archery there again. Hopefully. Um, oh, not I don't, for sure? I don't okay. know that they are confirmed yet. Okay, but. cool. Um, but if they do come, they'll probably bring their little 3D target range. range yeah. Yeah. Yep, yeah. So that was cool for kids last time. Um, then we've got BHA will be there. Pass it on will be there. I assume those two will get together and do another gun raffle thing. Yeah. So do you want to give everybody the bad news? Uh Oh, I'm not allowed to enter. <laughs> oh yeah. If, if it's a Walton's event, yeah. uh, Walton's employees and their household members can't enter. It's ridiculous. So you can't have your wife come and enter for you. That either. is almost offensive. Uh, <laughs> find a friend, someone yeah, not related you to you. I can do that. But all the, the conservation groups are committed. Okay. Um, I know at least a couple of them are doing gun raffles. Everyone will be, all those groups will be raffling something. Um, and we will probably give something to each group to raffle from oh, us as well. Yeah, there you so. go. And then they'll keep the proceeds from those? Or is that going to Air Capital Flyers? They will keep proceeds okay. on that. That's that's their incentive to come out and make some money is they can do what they want in their booth to raise, raise money. Everything else from the event, 100% of ticket sales um, and all additional proceeds uh, go straight to the Air Capital Flyers Special Olympics program in Kansas here. Yep. Um, really cool thing. Helps uh, helps those kids uh, get out and go play sports, go do some different activities and get a lot of that covered because um, there's a lot of uh, financial aspects to it that uh, not everybody can cover. So sure. um, all the proceeds from the whole event go, go straight to them. I would imagine that like BHA and Pass It On's like – the reason they would come is how awesome we are to them, though. Like, they shouldn't get to make money off this. This no. should be... To be honest, even if they weren't, like, going to make some sort of money off it, I'm sure some of these groups do it I'm just sure because... Yeah, I'm totally joking. We ask them yep. to. I'm just salty because I can't enter. I, it's very... It's going to be very annoying for me to have a gun raffle around that I'm not... I can't be part of. Like, I know I'm not going to win, but it's just the thought. Maybe you're addicted to gambling. Wouldn't that be hilarious? <laughs> like I, you don't even. I never go to casinos. I never buy lotto <laughs> tickets. But it turns out I am a gambling addict. Like, oh it's God. just with gun raffles. You're like the, <laughs> the anticipation of winning is so much that I'm gonna you know. go to Gamblers Anonymous, and they're like, "Yeah, I spent, you know, I lost my mortgage payments." Blah blah. blah, blah. <laughs> I bought five tickets for a gun raffle. I donated to a good cause. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> What, control myself. You know what I'm looking forward to, though, is playing um, at Rotfest, uh, Drink the Beer. You guys ever play that one? Yes. So, Shaken and Stirred Bartending will be here again? Seems they're, like. They're not 100% confirmed, okay. but he's done it every year for us. Right. I would assume he's, Pat, it, Pat from Shaken and Stirred okay. should be here again. So, if we don't have him, we'll have something. Yeah. Okay. Um, but you called it a party earlier, and this is basically the little town from Footloose. There will be no dancing. I will not no allow dancing? any dancing. I don't know. Uh, I was just talking with Kids Josh six today and about younger, maybe. whether we were going to have a DJ or get a band They're or so loud. do something there. I know. Just relax. That's, that's honestly, that's the worst part of having a DJ or band is somewhere it's going to be obnoxiously yes. loud. And then 70 80% of it is just going to be some nice background music. Right. So I don't know. We're going to have to figure out where exactly to place them. So put them that, up on the rooftop. Like not the whole DJ, but put the, the speakers. speakers up there. We might be able Get to do away. that. Yeah. We'll have to see. Well, we tried to put it on the corner last time and split the difference, but like it was almost, well, that's where the bulk of people are. It yeah. was very loud. But, it was very loud. You know, yeah. I, I feel like we learn something new each time we do one of those steak things. But now it's our wheelhouse with brats, so I'm looking forward to that for sure. Yeah, that should be a good time. So we're going to be making 20 different – did you get a chance to look through that list yet? Kind of. Okay, so we're going to be making 20 different flavors of brats. We're going to make 25 pounds of each. Uh, Justin, our new social media guy, and I are going to be mostly focusing on that. Um, we're going to have some really good, like, you know, obviously social media content for it, showing you guys what we're doing, uh, what seasonings we're making, what day. We'll post it and we'll just keep reminding you that the date, throw it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it was, it was 10 feet above my head. I thought it was going to drop. 
Uh, that was a lot lighter. You know what I mean? You were you were not athletic as a kid, were you? Oh, don't 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 make me mad in the middle of the podcast. Imagine <laughs> make him look bad now. Imagine if that had hit the obliterator. Oh gosh, knocked it down <laughs> and hurt it. I don't it, care if it hit me; it'd be fine if it hit me. If it fell down, it would probably would have punctured a hole in the the countertop or the sink. It'd just gone straight through it. That might be the new China syndrome. That might have <laughs> gone straight down all the way to China. All right, so. Uh, no, let, let's continue on what we're with, or let's continue with what we're on. Um, so other things, potentially we're, we're looking at trying to get like a snow cone vendor out, um, trying to make sure we have lots of stuff for kids. Yep. Um, but to be honest, if we have a snow cone vendor, I'm going to sure, be there. Forget the kids. Um, then uh, car show, um, we're debating exactly what to do with the car show and exactly if it's going to be a more specialized or more open, but there's going to be a car show. Um, and it's, it's going to be pretty cool. Um, I'm excited for that part. Um, and then two of the other things we're talking about today, we don't know if we're going to do, but we kind of liked the idea. And, uh, well, I say we, I liked the, the idea and concept of it. Um, we'll see, Josh is going to have to do some work on it, but if we had like a mechanical bowl, Oh, that could be entertaining. That could be fun. And then um, maybe trying to get somebody here to do some like roping demonstrations, have some dummies, let some kids uh, try to lasso stuff. Uh, Couldn't your brother-in-law do that? I haven't talked to him yet, but that's okay. my plan. Yeah, he should. Uh, I'm at, I have no idea if it, if he would be willing to do it. it would, yeah, I'll, I'd get him here to do it. So hope I'm going to have to talk to him before the podcast comes out. Make sure nobody <laughs> in the family hears it and goes, hey, hey John, what are you doing? You're doing this? Uh, and then the last idea, do you want to share that one? So I was, we shot our sales and giveaway video earlier and I go up and steal fresh equipment from the showroom just like, so it's perfect. Go up there and Josh gives me this like weird grin. He's like, Hey, I want to, I got to talk to you. And like, we were getting ready to set up. He's like, I'll come back to, you know, the room with you. I'm like, no, we've got things going on. Like I can't. So I almost started getting annoyed cause I didn't know what his smile meant and it was bothering me. <laughs> Um, and so when he finally told me, I was like, oh yeah, a hundred percent, I'll be down with that. So there's a, a dunk tank that we're trying to get right now. So different people will be up there. I don't know what the plan is. It's going to change out every, however, so often. Um, I think your father, me and Colton cook would be the ones that employees would pay the most to dunk. Colton would be good because there's still a lot of local guys that know Colton. Uh, sure. They'd come in because part of it to, to do the dunk tank, I mean, you're going to have to make a donation to yeah, their to capital flyers and get it. So if we have multiple people, like someone that goes up to do one person is going to be like, okay, I'm coming back for the next and the next. But a lot of people uh, would do Colton for sure. I'm sure we've got a lot of meet just six members and Josh actually talked to one this morning uh, that he works for like a rental company and that's how he got on the dunk oh, tank no thing. Okay. And he was like, I would so pay to dunk John. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. How much um, does it cost? I'd do it for a couple bucks. Yeah. But I think the most fun part about a dunk tank thing is I'm going to talk to people as they're trying to like, that's oh, yeah. what I, you do. Right? Yeah. You banter so back and forth. fun of everybody mercilessly. But I think we could probably fund a lot of their capital flyers just from employees wanting to throw Mm -hmm. things that your mm -hmm. dad colton not me though <laughs> not me i, I mean i'm just gonna press the button if i don't oh taylor knock you down. taylor also taylor has to get up there <laughs> like what's the penalty oh don't do that whoops sorry press the button it's oh okay. like walking up and yeah, pressing walking it? Up. I used to do that as a kid all the time did you really oh dude big time i don't think i've ever thrown a ball at somebody in a dunk tank oh really really i don't Know that I've ever even been to an event. <laughs> just on TV shows. You're just like, I've seen, yeah. <laughs> I've seen that. Uh, oh, well, whatever. It should be fun. Should be a good time. Uh, but yeah, we're going to have tons of brats. Um, there'll be a lot going on. We're also bringing in commercial processors who will then bring some of their products to actually sell. Yeah. I wish I could announce who's coming, but yeah. we don't have sure. all of that information. I don't want to do that until we're finalized there. But that's going to be a cool aspect is normally we don't we don't sell meat from here, but we will bring in some of the commercial guys that are popular from around the area that we're, that we do business with and they'll be selling their products. So, uh, those people that still want to come, but aren't the biggest sausage and jerky makers themselves, they'll be able to buy meat from not us, but at least from here, yep. uh, have to change the slogan from everything but the meat, uh, to 
everything today and the meat, the except meat. T- for today, today only. <laughs> today we have the meat. Um, all right. So uh, a couple other things. Um, we have created a TikTok account for Waltons and Meat Just. Oh, you're pumped about that. You can Woo! hear the excitement <laughs> in my voice. Um, multiple things came together to finally make this happen. One, uh, we brought in a social media guy um, and he had some good ideas for it. Talked to Allie. She isn't responsible for it, but, you know, whatever. We'll give her some of the credit. Um, so, yeah, if, if you're on TikTok for whatever reason, go follow Waltons <laughs> and the Meatistics. We are going to do some stuff with the Meatistics. I think what we're going to end up doing is the Waltons will be more like recipes, meat facts, things of that nature. And then the Meatistics one will be less used but more wacky. How do more we like crazy stuff? Do they have names or handles or how do you find them? I've. I have, just I've yet to open TikTok. Search Walton's Inc. Um, and the Walton's one should come up. And then Sweet. Meet Justics, I can't imagine. Was just Walton's not available, I'm assuming? Or you just added the ink for because you like it just so much? Probably no. just because the rest of our social media handles <laughs> yeah. are that way. Well, I that do know our, our, our Twitter handle is still Walton's Inc., I believe. So. Yeah. Oh, and he's going to start doing things on Twitter again. Um, I abandoned our Twitter January of 2021. We looked when the last post was. It was that. But yeah, he's going to start doing stuff on that again. So it'll be good reactivate social media because we did have a lot of interaction back and forth with social media and we just eventually didn't A, have the time, B, have the desire, desire, passion is what I was going to say. But here's the thing. I came back from work the other day or came back from lunch the other day. And on my way back here, I knew that Austin and I were meeting at four. We have a weekly meeting. And I just started smiling. Don't tell them what day and time. Why? Do you think they're <laughs> going to come? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we got, we, we, I don't know. Never mind. Uh, Wait, what's the address? Hold on. <laughs> so I just started smiling because it occurred to me that for the first time in 18 months, I mean, legitimately like 18 yeah, months, yeah, there's nothing hanging over our head. There's no like either huge project we got to be working on constantly or looming date we're like oh got to get this done got to get this done these things done for that so it was like the first time in a while where i just kind of decompressed while i was here and i joked about it but i slept like a log <laughs> last night like I, I went to bed lights turned right out and i finally woke up this morning my wife goes to the gym before me she said she couldn't wake me up this morning and she left the fridge open slightly apparently i woke up to the fridge alarm at like 4 30 or something like that so i slept that's crazy so it's awesome very happy very happy all right so a couple other things um when we were talking about camp chef we are going to be doing a camp chef woodwind giveaway for the month of june makes sense it's the grill season beginning kind of um grills smokers things like that have in the past worked really well for us on our giveaway and Camp Chef. Uh, I talked to our rep today and they're going to do something on it for us. Uh, plus, they'll give us a little bit of social media marketing like stuff on that. So it's going to be a woodwind. Um, there will obviously be one winner. It's just going to be the woodwind. You won't get any hats, no seasoning, no nothing. You'll get nothing and you'll like it. Um, if they know nothing, no nothing, man, you're just, and you, you, when you have no, no big projects hanging over your head, you turn into a Grinch. Nine, nine, nine. <laughs> um, if you want the side sear box or the griddle, you could buy that separate. We'll, we'll talk to whoever wins it. Uh, but that should be pretty awesome. Uh, we're going to do our live stream on the second this month for June. So it'll be June yeah. 2nd instead of June 1st, because we've just got some other things going on that get in the way on the first. Cool. Podcast. Right. Was that the only thing? I think yeah, so. that was the only thing. So, yeah. yeah, instead of doing the live stream, we're going to do uh, next week's podcast. And I have a guest. Do my uninvited? No, I would want you on this one. Okay. It's uh, Bill Berman. Oh, okay. So, that is the uh, Rancher's Defense Fund. We're going to have to do the old, like, both of us here uh, piece on in. one of them. Okay. But there's also probably a good amount of, like, pre reading we need to do. Okay. So that we don't walk into it like too far. We yeah. should be the audience, like we should be asking questions, but we probably need to be better prepared than we are yeah. normally. If you can't tell, there's usually a ton of preparation that goes into these things. Oh, yeah. I mean, this 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 takes at least five or six hours a day, a day. to prepare for. Every day, 
mm-hmm. all the time. All right. New products. <laughs> wow. We've got a gun that I can't shoot Austin with. Uh, this is the Walton's Jerky Gun. It has a one and a half pound canister. It comes with four different nozzles. Um, three of them are for like skinless jerky, restructured jerky. And one of them is actually for snack sticks. I am eventually going to try this with snack sticks because pressing this handle, it comes out so smoothly that I'm interested to see what doing snack sticks is like. Now, it only are, does, you, are you actually going to do it in casings? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, now, it only does one and a half pounds. So if you were doing like even a 10 pound batch, you'd go nuts trying to refill this. But the thing works really smoothly. Uh, it took us a little bit of time to figure out exactly how to get it to release. We knew this was involved, but you cannot even be touching this. So you have to keep your hand off the handle, just on the brace back here, press this down and it pulls right out. Don't feel like that's super. So you can't even be touching it. Like you have to just be touching this. If you touch that at all, it stops the whole system. Okay. But handle presses incredibly easily. Uh, So we went ahead and made some jerky. This is Cajun. Uh, We did it in a thick strip, a thinner strip, and a uh, snack stick shape without a casing. So try a piece of that. And then we're going to have a little comparison with this monstrosity. Oh, even the smell is terrible. Was this supposed to be? No. Is that bad? <laughs> oh, there's lots of. They said, well, it says no soy. It smells like soy. What the heck do they have in here? Is there no date on it? So, well, mung it? bean protein. <laughs> mung. So. This is beyond meat jerky. So it's plant-based, slow roasted, and kettled cooked teriyaki. It smells horrible. It smells literally disgusting. When I opened it, I thought, uh-oh, was this supposed to be refrigerated? And then I remembered I put, or picked it right off the shelf. So no. Oh, it is nasty. Can it's, we can you zoom in on that? It's kind you of. You want me to right now? If yeah. you can. Yeah, let's do it. I, it's, it's, it's tacky. But honestly, the texture, tearing it apart, looks fairly beef-like. We're good? Yeah. Cool. But the outside texture, don't appreciate it. Uh, the inside, <laughs> it looks what decent. What is that smell? He said, I don't appreciate it. All right. So we've got <laughs> oh, no, water they- is number one. <laughs> mung bean protein is number two. Your face. Pea protein. That's what it is. My wife eats a ton of pea protein. Pea protein. And it stinks to high That's heaven so, and that, tastes terrible. That was like no the joke I was going to make. Do it. Uh, remember in vacation when you go, oh, the dog peed on the sandwiches. Oh. <laughs> That's not jerky. <laughs> oh, there's a thumbnail, right? <laughs> okay. Spitting. I just spit that out. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. That's not good. The texture's not bad. Like Honestly, the texture is the best part of it. Yeah. If I could get over the flavor, I mean, it tastes, it says there's no soy. Tastes like soy to me because of the teriyaki flavor and then the pea. I hate peas. I know I've said like That's before that like. pea taste. Yeah. I've said before that like celery is like repulsive to me <laughs> and like the worst flavor on the face of the planet. What is in a very close spot for number two is peas. Okay. I, I don't like peas. Yeah. That tastes really strongly of cooked green peas. Um, so, well, in general, obviously, like things like Beyond Meat aren't our favorites. We're not necessarily against them. Like the uh, Morningstar Grillers Crumbles, I'll use those mm-hmm. as a replacement for ground beef from time to time. I would never use that as a replacement for human food. That could. I'm not even going to fit feed to my nose. Could be good though if it was a different flavor. You think it could be good? I think it could be. All right. I I know where I got this. I will try another flavor the next time I go. We'll. It needs to we'll be give it another shot. It needs to be something with with a lot of flavor, maybe even some spice in it, cover up Hot the the or something. the pea flavor. But the texture, I mean, I don't like like I said, I don't like the outside of it. The outside's kind of weird, but tearing into it and biting into it, they did a really good job with the texture on it. Yeah, I hate to give them too much credit, but, but it's good. Yeah, they did do a good job with that. 
They did a good job. And then like a minute prior, we're spitting it out. Well, the taste is not good. The taste is, taste we're is saying very specifically one thing they did a good job with. And that was the texture. Mm. Like there's a like lot even of. Even the, like the bite to it was not bad at yeah, all. It didn't bite. feel, um, it wasn't, some jerky can be a little too stringy or tough. It didn't feel like that. It didn't feel like it wasn't meat. Like it felt like the bite yeah. felt like meat. It's just that, that pea protein taste is vile. Yeah. Or maybe it's the mung. I have no idea what a mung. It's probably both. Probably both. Okay. Um, Walton's troubleshooting document. We were trying to figure this out before. This, I think the first mention of this was over three years ago. Because we were still in that room when yeah. I had the idea. Um, we released it at one point for like a little preview and then took it down. I have been working on it here or there. Um, I think... We're going to be ready to release it next week. So I think what we do is we'll do social media stuff leading up to it, bunch of posts, 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 and then after we've released it, obviously, as well. But right before the um, live stream on Thursday, we'll release it earlier that morning. That way we can kind of talk about it during the live stream as well. So the way it works is it says, hey, I'm having this problem. Um, it's got a column for if you use the casing, what kind of casing it is. Then it's what caused your problem, and then it's how you could either fix that if you can or avoid that problem in the future. Eventually, that last column is going to be hyperlinks to a video showing how you can how you can fix it. Patrick and I were talking. We think the best thing to do is just make one really long video, post it to our YouTube unlisted, and time link to everything so we don't have to like release 50 videos all like between oh. a minute and two minutes long. And Don't. we'll put uh, like visual separators between the sections. Don't make it unlisted. You can still put it out there and you can like put like like chapters or I don't yeah. know what it's we called can, in there. So you just like hit the next button, yeah. it jumps to the next section. You're still, I'd still put the whole thing out yeah, there. Yeah, but then we have to do, like if we're going to do that, then it has to be fully polished. We're going to have to do audio with it. I'm just wanting to like this, like... Here is how oh. we fixed it. Okay. Well, how many things are on that list, I guess? Uh, Ball, ballpark. 50. Oh, okay. That's why. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. It's going to take forever to do. Um, so, yeah. So, that is coming hopefully next week. Uh, we should also be releasing our product review videos on the two products that we don't even have yet. Or we don't even have for sale yet. Uh, the 20 and 30 pound Electric sausage stuffers is going to be one video, and the Walton's one-shot dual grinding system is going to be uh, a separate video. So next week, pretty big week, should see a lot from us. So uh, follow us on TikTok if you want. I don't care. Whatever. I care. Mm. TikTok is the best social media platform out there. <sighs> but oh, that's a really low bar. Yeah. Okay. It is low as bar. As long as we're on the same page as that. But I don't feel as creepy and violated as I do with like Facebook and Instagram. Uh, <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's just, That's ridiculous. <laughs> but it's algorithm I think is better than any of the other uh, social medias. Um, Which one are we talking about? TikTok. Oh, okay. Have you ever but, used Minds? No. Well, I mean, kind of. I've been on there, done a few things, but there's just not enough, not enough things and people on you want to go where the fish are and mines doesn't have enough people on it mines is the best social media it's the least intrusive it is it just doesn't once you get used to the interface it's pretty good um why have i never heard of this mines mines.com yeah. mm, i don't know <laughs> crazy yeah but now right, enough about that all right let's go to meat matters you ready dun, 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 dun. let's do it story number one uh, Nebraska wardens apprehend two groups of panfish poachers, seize 265 crappies and bluegills as evidence. Holy moly. So one guy had 104 over the legal limit, 104 crappies over the legal limit. So you can't really make any arguments on that. My question is they post a picture with the um, conservation officer next to a truck with a lot of the fish laid out. What happens to those fish? Because I have a feeling they just get destroyed. Oh, yeah. They probably just throw them in a dumpster. That's idiotic. 
they took the time to like perfectly space them and place them all out. Like just seems awkward to me. Yep. But. I, I, I get the fine, you know, it's to make people not do it in the future. I get that. But then taking that food and doing nothing with it is stupid. Maybe they did something with it though. But they didn't. We all know they didn't. Like you said, those just rot in a dumpster somewhere. Oh, wait, nope, nope, nope. They were seized, frozen for evidence. Once the case is adjudicated, the frozen fish will be donated to a local food bank if they are still considered edible. They will not be. So we'll see. I don't know how they're going to decide that because they sh- they probably should have known before they froze them. Because once they're frozen, they're fine. They're good. Yeah. And whatever. What, well, if they're backpacked. No, they won't backpack them. You know, put them in. If they're, if they're frozen, then they're, they're going to be stuck in whatever state they were in. It just right. probably just depends on how long they sat out yeah. beforehand. So hopefully they do use them for something then. Yeah. And I guess what are you going to do? Let the guys take them? Because then it's not really as much of a punishment, I guess. Yeah. And I get that people really like to catch crappies and bluegills. I just don't get why. Like unless I catch a really big, I've got some huge crappie in my pond. Really, really big. And if I catch like a small crappie, I don't even count that as catching a fish. Like that's like, eh, they're not, they're not that much fun to, to catch. They are good to eat though. I'll give them that. All right. So uh, National Pork Something Council, NPPC, I can't remember what the other P stands for, uh, says the USDA needs to focus on federally inspected meat facilities. Um, so studies suggest larger plants significantly benefit from economies of scale. You don't say. (laughs) You would think that's common sense. That is exactly what like all of this pushback and trying to get people to go to smaller processing plants and butchers is about is because by having everything all in one plant and having so much volume, you're basically getting unfair advantages, the wrong thing, but you have all the advantages. You don't need any of this money. It's not for you. This money is to go to small, medium-sized processors to help secure our food chain. So no, you don't get any of this. That really annoyed me. Really annoyed me. I was in a very annoyed mood earlier today when I wrote this, though. That could have possibly... (laughs) I don't know if you can tell by the first two ones I was looking at. We had two things not working as soon as I got in, and it was just like, got to me. I came into your office in kind of a, a little rage. And it only got worse when you're like, oh, well, what you told that person was wrong. And here is what you did. All right. I give up. Um, anything you want to talk about on that? I mean, our customers are the ones who are designed to benefit from that. Yeah. So I mean, we're obviously biased, but. Yeah. I mean, the, the only thing I would say is if, if you're one of our commercial guys out there, make sure, make sure you're keeping in touch with uh, people in your local state um, as far as what is available out there. Um, some stuff is federal, some stuff is state-based, but there's still a lot of uh, grants, money that's going around. Um, if if you have access to something, do it, improve your plant, and uh, uh, try to make things that you're, make things in your production line uh, smoother and better. Um, they as long as as long as they're still going to be handed out money for people to increase their their meat production, um, you might as well be the one to take advantage of it instead of letting one of the big huge producers out there yep. get their hands on it. So and talk to uh, other people who have already applied for loans and been successful before you go through the application process on your own. They might have some interesting information for you on how you should pose what you're planning on doing with the money. Hint. Hint. So talk to somebody else who's already been successful with it before you do that. Cool. Uh, okay. Next, next one is retail prices remain high. I mean, obviously that's not a surprise to anybody. What are you planning on doing uh, for Memorial Day? No plans. Nothing. I I probably will do something, but I got I have no plans. Don't know right what now. it is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm wondering how many people are planning barbecues, family get-togethers with, you know, pork butts, briskets, anything like that. I would imagine it's going to be less than previous years. Um, Skimming through a couple articles, I saw that produce was expected to be a lot higher on people's like shopping lists than this year than in years past. 
Um, they said they weren't really expecting much of a drop off in volume of meat sold. But of course, with meat prices being what they are currently, record profits for meat, the big guys, because everybody goes to their local grocery store and almost all of those other than like the small little towns in Kansas, Nebraska, places like that, they're all getting their, their beef from one of the four big ones. Um, it's a, it, some of the numbers in here are interesting. I, I would assume that, that there's some good credibility to them because it's from Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service, um, um, an educational institution. institution. Um, but even though prices remain high, like their, their exact numbers, like wholesale choice ribeye steaks, uh, were eight fifty six per pound compared to twelve sixty three per pound in twenty twenty one, so thirty two percent lower. That's good. Um, so even though even even though prices are high, I mean they're at least lower than they had been. Which if they're still high, but they're thirty thirty two percent lower, what happened last year during this time when they were talking about prices of food and they were saying, oh, like it's only gone up like single digits here and there. You and I were looking at it going, no, this is this has gone up like 50% plus. So I don't know how it, I don't know. I don't know how some of it is calculated more that was in the one moment, st- but these, these figures look accurate to me. That is also one specific cut of meat. And yeah. I mean, there's other cuts in here. They're not as steep in every scenario is 32%, but substantially down. Choice roasts were 60 cents a pound lower. Uh, choice briskets were $1.43 a pound lower. Um, I mean, substantial difference. Wait, they're saying brisket is lower now than it was last year? Mm-hmm. Choice brisket. It also okay. talks about uh, there being a higher supply of choice cut meats right now, too. Yeah. So, Well, that makes some sense at least so you're yeah you're, how you're, often you're are prime, you grabbing, your prime cuts might yeah. be i was gonna say how higher. often are you grabbing choice from the grocery store i don't i don't normally buy prime i don't want to pay for it i'd go through the choice and i find like the best one i can find from the choices because i'm like still trying to be cheap at the same time of yeah. like getting something that's decent but, okay. uh yeah so my wife occasionally eats steak now um she wants it for the protein so she likes uh, like uh, Kansas City because le- a little bit less intramuscular fat. Um, but yeah, she gets choice. I get prime. <laughs> yeah, you always get I prime. Get, no, not always. Not always. There was a while there where I was literally putting steaks back in the meat shelf, meat case. Like, well, I guess that's not right. Whatever the prepackaged area is, I was putting them back when I would look at the price. Not anymore, though. I'm weak. All right, so uh, meat industry's hand in food labeling. Now, this is from Brown Political Review, and I want to read a uh, paragraph from it. So when we enter a grocery store, we are immediately bombarded with all sorts of buzzwords, cage-free, free-range, sustainable, grass-fed. The list of labels is endless. Most of us are happy to pay a small premium for these products safe in the assumption that we are doing better for ourselves and our world. While I hate to be the bearer of bad news, it doesn't feel like this person hates to be the bearer of bad news <laughs> on the tone of this. All of these labels are practically meaningless. In fact, these increasingly insidious marketing tactics have been deliberately crafted by the meat industry with the help of the United States Department of Agriculture. The meat industry has attempted to rebrand its factory farmed meat, poultry, and eggs as sustainable, all while actively going after the labeling practices of meat-free alternatives. Now, an article like that shows how little they understand our argument on the labeling practices. We're not attacking their labeling practices because we have a problem with what's in the label. We're attacking them because we don't want you calling it meat. Yeah. Because it's not meat. Mm-hmm. We, the meat industry has spent, and I used to be on the other side of this, but the meat industry has spent billions of dollars over the course of, you know, the last 30, 40 years marketing bacon, marketing certain cuts, 
and you just want to jump in on that with a different product, that's you're not allowed to do that. We say no. Yeah, because the the labeling requirements on, on some things is a little more lax, but on a lot of things is very, very, very strict. Yep. When we were talking about recalls, um, I think it was last week, um, yeah. several of the recalls we talked about were just because of something was mislabeled. Like if you mislabel something, that's enough that you have to take it off the shelves. You have to get rid of it. Totally fine product. Yep. Nothing wrong with it, but it's labeling. Um, and it can be as simple as forgetting to put an ingredient in or like in the label or the opposite, saying something's in there when it's not. Yeah. But uh, I mean, there's a lot of things, though, that that is done with labeling that I I don't like that the meat industry has pushed for in one way or another. Um the whole no nitrites thing, I, I, I don't like that. I tell uh, literally everybody about how, like, I think I talked about it quickly on a podcast. We were over at a friend's house talking about clean label with the mom of the house there. And I asked her about that. She's like, yeah, when I can. I'm like, well, it is 100% useless. You need to stop doing that. I mean, the no nitrites, whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm like, it is literally no different. It's the exact same thing. It's just a way for them to charge you more money. Yeah. So there's, there's a lot of things out there that I think are stupid with the labeling, but, uh, it's the rules we have to live by. It's just, if someone else is coming in to the industry, like for those people to have to play by the same, yeah. even though the rules we have are stupid at times, they have to play by the same rules. Well, it's even, it's even different than that. Like I don't particularly care what they put on the label as far as like what's in it. I care about the fact that you're trying to market it as meat when it is, a substitute for meat. It is not meat. So you are kind of lying to people. I used to think that people were smart enough to be like, okay, th this looks like not meat. But now I don't, I'm not so sure anymore. I saw one place the other day that uh, instead of, they were doing like a soy-based chicken and instead of spelling it C-H-I-C-K-E-N, it was just like C-H-K-N, chicken. I'm like, well... <laughs> I guess that's better. They're probably be better than the alternative. I could, I could. To be honest, it's kind of cheating the cheating around the edges a little bit, but I could live with that because somebody can look at it and go, "Yeah, that's not how you spell chicken." Uh, but slippery slope. I think they there. There's probably going to be a class action lawsuit after a long time, right? Because like, could be. That's. I mean, that's not fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Taking advantage of how people say it. it's just like, well, it's like uh, it's like when you used to be at a uh, you know Hollywood Video for everyone old enough, you'd be like, oh, that's the movie I'm going for. And you go, actually, that's the B list knockoff. Yeah, they're of trying that to, movie. They're trying to trick grandmas into getting for their yep. for their grandson. So no, thank you. But. Yeah, it was the same. Like how anytime one studio would make a blockbuster, the other studio would be putting something very similar at the same time. I mean, I've accidentally bought stuff from like the like not like yeah the the vegan section or whatever i go i go where am i i go i didn't know they had meat here then i go mm -hmm. i go oh these are on sale sweet you go home and you go oh that's not real food so <laughs> <laughs> yep. yep uh okay so uh eat from eat this not that we have the eight most questionable meats at popular fast food chains according to insiders so we'll go through a couple of them real quick and then we'll we'll talk about one or two in more depth the chili meat at Wiener Schnitzel, I have nothing to add to that because I don't think we have that in America. If we do, I've never been anywhere with a Wiener Schnitzel um, fast food chain. The hamburger meat for chili at Wendy's. So Wendy's is somewhat famous for their chili, I guess. And their complaint here was just that it was their regular hamburger meat ground up or like broken up and then put in the chili. That seems like who cares? Uh, taco meat at Dairy Queen. I mean, if you're getting anything other than ice cream at Dairy Queen, I've got to question your decision-making processes. This one was interesting, though. The ham at Pizza Hut. So uh, one of the insiders uh, says that the ham on Pizza Hut is a big no-no. Whoa. Hold on. This pertains to me. Let's okay. Let's pay right. attention so, here. Uh, this person, uh, and I'm going to try and correct. There's numerous misspellings in what they posted here, but uh, working at Pizza Hut, some time ago, and the ham would turn this disgusting gray color within a day of opening the package. You couldn't tell if it had been open for 24 hours or two weeks, but cooking it returned it to pink, which has always weirded me out. So that last little bit there, the returning it 
to pink when you're cooking it. That's a chemical rea reaction in the meat. So that meat is does have some form of nitrite in it. Something in there is once you're heating it, you are uh, setting the color to what we all expect like a pepperoni to look like. If you saw us making the type of pepperoni that we normally make here, and you saw the meat before it was cooked, you would think something was wrong with it because it's going to be like brownish gray. That's what happens when you introduce nitrite and start mixing up seasoning, all those things into the meat. It's part of a standard chemical reaction. Then when you cook it, you set the color to red and, and there it is. So there's nothing that that one's just a, a lack of knowledge on that person's part. Not obviously not his fault. How many people know that? Oh, hold on, hold on. Well, how about this guy trying to get a, a, a chain? One of the best. I mean, this <laughs> this provided my family with nutrition's the wrong word. Sure, <laughs> calories. Yeah, calories. Uh, and then I got this guy who used to be an employee. Right, is bad trying to is it. trying to bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And much to his chagrin, it's actually not bad. It's actually just the color it's supposed to be. So yeah. I have a huge problem. What's his name? It doesn't say. It just oh. says it. Just says that he was a redditor, as many of these do. I, it, which is a shame because I used to be a huge fan of Reddit too. Yeah, it, it used to. Be it has like, gone the way of Twitter. I just, yeah, it's it's I out know of control. <laughs> numerous people here who still use it, and I always laugh at them. Uh, <laughs> hot dogs at Orange Julius again. We don't have that. Uh, the beef at Arby's. Now this is an interesting. We one. had it. We had Orange Julius. Sorry to interrupt, but it was in Town West. Yeah. Okay. Terrible. So. Oh, that's that. it's the place in the mall. Yeah, the place in the mall. Ah, uh, that was the only place that Orange Julius's were, right? And he, yeah, here. Yeah, no, yeah, here. Yeah. Okay, I think everywhere I've seen an Orange <laughs> Julius has just been in the mall. Okay, but continue. So yeah, no, I've never eaten from there. I think I've had a drink from there once. Um, so the Arby's roast beef. So this person says, um, turns out the change chains signature item, the roast beef sandwich, is not real roast beef. What? That's not accurate. Instead, it's a compressed block of beef scraps. It comes in a bag filled with beef broth, and you just warm the entire thing in the oven for a few hours. The user added that once the compressed beef block mm, is heated, it's put on a slicer and left under a heat lamp for hours. So is it so, restructured or something? Yeah. yeah that's yeah, most like lunch a, meat is yeah, restructured. Yeah, that's, I don't know. What, what yeah. did you think it was? <laughs> I mean... They just don't know the difference. But yeah, it's not a hunk from the animal. It's restructured right. and put together with exactly what Which is, we love to eat as people who enjoy sandwiches. Yeah, so. Arby's is delicious, and I will. Oh, every time fight. we travel, we go to Arby's. we go to Arby's. <laughs> like if we're on the road, if I see an Arby's, that's where I want to stop. Now it hurts my stomach. <laughs> worth it, but I don't care. It's delicious. And this whole like the gray broth meat. We've talked about this a long time in the podcast. It is like whoever's processing this from them and they are a central location is a freaking genius at what they do so shut up yeah be happy it. that you got <laughs> to experience the glory of rewarming that arby's and slicing it now leaving it under a heat lamp for a few hours eh i mean not the best practice but you know what you you're know, getting every time you know what you're getting sometimes the one down south you can actually see them slice it fresh every time right away sometimes sandwich. so okay. you know once Hit again, miss. whatever the hell that guy's saying, I yep. don't agree with it. So. Yeah. And and then he's talking about the best part, the au jus sauce. <laughs> that comes with <laughs> the au jus. Oh, yes. Yeah, well, it's, that's what makes the meal. Yeah, so it's just they obviously they pump it. It purges a little bit as it's sitting in that bag, but then it's rewarming in that, keeping it nice and moist. If you went to like a fancy restaurant and got like a, a prime rib dip sandwich, uh, some sort of shaved beef mm -hmm. or roast beef or something, you would expect to get a container of au jus with it. Yep. If you didn't, you'd but throw a fit. What is this? Yeah. yeah. Like that's, right. that's like a big part of it. Yep. <laughs> and I would still argue that Arby's probably has more flavor. Uh, tuna at yeah. Subway. I mean, eating tuna, any fast food. I heard that stuff. Didn't they do a study? We've talked about this on the podcast. We've talked like about this 80 before. episodes ago where, it was, oh, we call it Schrodinger's tuna. Yeah. I never, it was... Some it was, of it had as little as like yeah, less than ten or twenty yeah, percent of percent tuna DNA. Fish, yeah. Yep. So yeah, I mean, unless you're going to Long John Silver's, which I wouldn't even highly recommend. Um, I I would actually highly recommend. Yeah. That's okay. Uh, don't eat fish at fast food. Yeah. Like what? the McFish or whatever it's called, the fish sandwich from McDonald's. Don't eat that. Why not? Why? <laughs> it's not bad. 
It's not good. We went to yeah, a, a local baseball game that had a buffet spread last week. And before we went up there, we go, well, if there's fish, we're definitely not having that, right? Because it's just been sitting out on the on the warming tray and you're hoping that the water, you know, is at supplying enough temperature to the above food. But we got on the line and mahi mahi. Oh. And I was like, I'm noe noe. I'm not going for that. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I knew I wanted to drink some beers and stuff. So I go, you know what? I'm not going to ruin a, a great Friday just because I want the taste of fish in my mouth. So. Okay. But mahi mahi is pretty freaking I delicious. think they were just calling whatever seasoning they were putting on it mahi mahi. Oh, Once again, okay. the food, we need more strict laws with what you can and cannot call cuisines, right? We'll get them. We'll fire them. So. <laughs> no, we need the exact opposite. No, I said we we need more strict laws on what you can and cannot call meat. Like Oh, saying, I see what you're yeah. saying. Okay. So, yeah, he's on your side. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. Um, all right, last one. Do you guys have friendlies down here? I've never seen a friendlies down here. Uh-uh. Never we have it. Freddy's. Nope. Friendly's. Which is much better. So is, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm not going to stand behind Friendly's. What's a Friendly's? What do they have? It was like a little sit-down diner-type restaurant that kind of went fast food-y. Mm. Um, their thing to never get was this cheeseburger that both the top and bottom bun were uh, grilled cheese sandwiches. Oh, we That's have amazing. something like that here. Yeah, their reason for not doing it is that it's about a day and a half's worth of calories in a single item. But who cares? I mean, that's what anywhere you go. Though. Every once in a while, I go on a, a grilled cheese kick at home and I'll make grilled cheese sandwiches and they're freaking well, amazing. But I mean, you go to any what, what, national average calories, 2000, right? You go to any menu like entree they say 1250 to 1500 calories regardless of what you get at a restaurant right but this one would be like 3000 oh what oh you said a day and a half oh, okay yeah. well, never <laughs> so wrong. that's a lot that I mean, that's a, a lot. big grilled cheese because we have uh, a sandwich like that at norton's downtown where it's just a grilled cheese but it, it's not really they thin out the grilled cheese to a point where they bring it to me i'm disappointed mm. in the in the bun and i'm like well, i might as well just do a regular bun because then it's just a tasteless flat grilled cheese so <laughs> somebody brought up the Am I crazy or were pretzel buns a big thing a couple of years ago? Yeah. Dude, I just had a pretzel bun. Last Where did you get it? I don't see them anymore. I did too. I just had a pretzel bun Dillon's this last weekend. At the Dillon's in their bakery area. Okay. They have some pretzel uh-huh. buns just kind of bagged up. Did you get the same ones? Yeah. From the like, like right next to the bakery yeah. stuff. and like, like a six pack or whatever uh-huh. of them. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. real good. Okay. They're, Actually, they're only like two ninety nine too. I was like, what? But they're all like uh, either sandwich or hamburger buns there's no hot dog ones right i guess you could i didn't see hot dog ones okay. i mean yeah somebody made the comment on either youtube or Majestics video with our weisswurst to like a pretzel bun would be perfect for this it's like might oh my one. god that would be perfect we'll, for we'll it. reshoot it for that but right i can't, couldn't figure out where to get it from <laughs> yeah well I'd, there's some were shaped like hoagies so i guess we could maybe fib it a little bit yeah we can figure it out from there cool. i don't think we'd reshoot the video well next time you're there we can that'd be perfect social media though for just grab that you know if you, you use collagen it. casings um we did okay if you if you using like a hoagie bun is like perfect if you just cut it in half lay it right on there okay uh yeah i've done that before if you don't have buns or for whatever reason you just have hoagies and you want to use them well Weiss, half laid on it weisswurst is classically skinless so i used oh. uh I used the collagen because I knew I was cooking it in water and I figured it would peel off real easily. And it did. Came out super easy. It came off super easily. Why didn't she use cellulose then? She wanted bigger. Diameter, yeah. Okay. Diameter was part of it. And that reminds me. When we're done here, I'm going to go talk to uh, Flip and get him to add add more cellulose casings. I keep forgetting about that. I've been going to, I've seriously, it's been like two years since I was probably going to try to add like more cellulose because we have one size we need to have like four or five. Are you interested in carrying more two packs of collagen? Maybe. Depends on what it is. I've had a couple of requests recently for the 30 millimeter. It's either the fresh or the clear, whatever we don't carry. It just happened to be like in twice in a month I had re- two requests from it. So Yeah, probably could and should there because in my opinion, 32 is kind of too big. Yeah, I agree. So I, agree. I, I think we've... Well, I don't know. We've given our opinion on it endlessly, and I think we've convinced a decent amount of people. Yeah. So, all right. Anything else? That's all I got. It's about an hour. Yeah. It's actually a couple minutes over. So, we are very good at our jobs. (laughs) Well, you have a clock behind me, too, probably. No, that's not what it was (laughs) at all. It's just internal clock.
forget <laughs> it was exact. All right. Uh, remember to like, comment, subscribe. Visit Walton's, waltons.com and mejistics.com to find everything. You already said that. Don't harass our customers. <laughs> I will tell them what to do. You will listen to me. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Thanks for checking out the Mejistics podcast. To shop everything but the meat, head on over to waltonsinc.com. And to get your meat processing questions answered by experts and enthusiasts alike, head on over to our online community at meatgistics.com. Waltons, everything but the meat.